Hi, podcast listeners. This is Danielle. And this is Gala. And this is Music and Mindset, a podcast series promoting mental health in the categories of mind, body, and spirit. Today's episode is Combating Feelings of Isolation and focuses on wellness for your mind. Social distancing and quarantine have been terms in our societal vocabulary for over a year now due to the pandemic. And those terms in and of themselves express isolation. There are lots of people you used to be able to hug and shake hands with and say hi to within six feet that you haven't done any of those things with in a while. This can definitely lead to a sense of isolation and feelings of loneliness. But it's worth noting that isolation can be felt during any world happening by anyone and at any time of the year. To feel isolated is to feel far away from others or to have minimal contact. You may have heard this idea that there's a difference between being alone and being lonely, and that's what Danielle and I are here to discuss today. You can be alone, but not lonely, and you can be lonely, but not alone. You can be alone and lonely, and before I say these words so many times they lose meaning, let's jump into five strategies you can try the next time the feeling of isolation strikes. First, try making yourself an isolation friend list. Who are the three people in your life that make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside? The ones you know have your back. The ones you text on a bad day, the ones who send you the funniest memes, maybe the ones who you admire? Create a new note in your phone, or a Google Doc, or turn to a new page in your notebook and write their names down. Right now, and the next time feelings of isolation strike, choose a name and reach out. Maybe, depending on your relationship with these people, it would help to let them know that you've put them on your list. Sort of like an emergency contact, but for times of loneliness. And don't forget, especially with the turbulence of this last year, it's likely that some of the people on your list have been feeling the same way, too. And our second strategy is connected to the first. Find ways to feel connected. Take a look at that friend list and text or message some of those friends. Write a birthday or holiday card to a friend and mail it. And you get bonus points for this one if you're walking to the mailbox and get some fresh air. Another option could be to call a family member or a different friend. It may sound obvious, but to feel connected, you have to reach outside of yourself in some way. So do what feels comfortable and expand from there once you start feeling more empowered. Maybe today you're feeling really isolated and even picking up your phone feels difficult or scary. If that's the case, try sending one message. Maybe next time it'll be a phone call or something more involved. Our third strategy is to make yourself an isolation toolkit. This is something I started as a note in my phone in undergrad, and it saved me more times than I can count. Sometimes when you're feeling stressed or sad or frustrated, it's hard to make decisions. So this toolkit is so that you don't feel like you have to. Your isolation toolkit is a list of self-care options, big and small, that can make you feel like you're truly taking care of yourself. Sometimes, feelings of isolation come from a lack of connection with the self. Here are some examples of items that could go in your toolkit. Take a shower. Paint your nails. Light your favorite candle. Doodle or color. Watch a comedy special. Tidy up your space. Do yoga. Go for a walk around your neighborhood. 
or cook a brand new recipe. This may just sound like a basic bullet point list, but it's a list of items that should make you feel good. What are the things that help you connect to yourself? What are the things that help you feel good about yourself? And on that note, check in with yourself and see if you can name the feelings that you're feeling. Do you feel disconnected from yourself? This can be a frequent occurrence for some artists. So if you're a creator or a practitioner of the arts, don't feel bad or weird for feeling disconnected. In order to make art sustainably, we have to take care of ourselves. And that starts with noticing how we feel in the moment. Try journaling and writing how you're feeling right now in this moment. If you don't feel like doing stream of consciousness writing, perhaps you're more listy and want to write a gratitude list. This could even just be three simple items. Something else I like to try is doing something simple but crafty, an activity that gets the creative juices flowing and gets your mind off of feeling isolated. I find that when I'm making something, whether that's a new piece of music or a silly acrostic poem for my best friend, it helps me feel connected to myself and focuses my attention on someone or something that's not myself. When I'm composing, I see my music as a sort of gift for the ensemble I'm writing for, or as a shared treasure between myself and the person I'm collaborating with. The act of creation can connect us to those who are like-minded and those we love, making us feel less alone in this world. And my last strategy for you today is contribute. In episode five of Music and Mindset, Distress Tolerance, Danielle talked us through the acronym ACCEPTS. And you may remember that the first C stands for contributing. Doing something for someone else draws the focus away from yourself and helps reconnect you to the rest of the world. What is something that you could do for someone else today? Is your friend about to take a big exam and could use some cheering on? Is an organization you support having a fundraiser and you have $5 to spare? Maybe your local coffee shop hasn't been doing so well since the pandemic hit and you can safely pick up a beverage to support them. However you can, in little or big ways, think about the things you can do outside of yourself today. In what ways can you serve the world around you, locally and globally? No matter what your interests and values are, I guarantee there's a community of people out there excited about connecting in similar ways. We can't stop the emotion of feeling lonely or isolated, but we can change how we react when we feel this way. Gala's tips are just a few skills you can develop for your own personal emotional toolkit, if you will, to help make each time a little less challenging. Sometimes we need the time to be isolated in order to reflect and have that inner dialogue with ourselves, but many performers also need that connection with others. You may hear many artists describe what it's like performing and feeding off the audience's energy. Well, sometimes we need that connection to recharge our own energy. Julia Cameron speaks about this in terms of attention and how we may experience pain when we don't receive it. She writes, In times of pain, when the future is too terrifying to contemplate and the past too painful to remember, I have learned to pay attention to right now. 
The precise moment I was in was always the only safe place for me. Each moment, taken alone, was always bearable. In the exact now, we are all, always, all right. Yesterday, the marriage may have ended. Tomorrow, the cat may die. The phone call from the lover for all my waiting may not ever come, but just at the moment, just right now, that's all right. I'm breathing in and out. Realizing this, I begin to notice that each moment was not without its beauty. So if you're feeling the pain and struggle of isolation, know that you're not alone and not the only one who feels this way. Sometimes in order for us to grow and to experience the beauty of self and our craft, we have to experience pain. One of my mantras I've used in times of pain is, this is all a part of it. This pain that we experience, this is what feeds into our creativity. And that can be a beautiful thing. If you're interested in learning more, you can check out other resources, including articles, books, guided meditations, original music, and yoga with Danielle in our resources list in the show notes for today's episode. We'd like to thank the University of Michigan Depression Center, the Excel Lab, and the School of Music, Theater, and Dance Wellness Initiative for their support in making this podcast possible. Join us for our next episode coming out in just a couple of weeks, which will be about tapping into your childlike creativity. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.